This episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company proudly serving Plymouth and the surrounding area. We treat your home or business like we would treat our own and believe in building our reputation on every job we do. Get in touch today to discuss your window cleaning and gutter cleaning and power washing needs. It's too many ands. Call us, 781-812-9189, or at shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. Hey, guys, (laughs) and welcome to America's Hometown Horror Podcast. My what up, Cat? My name's Cat. My name's fucking Cat. I'm what up, dog? I'm hosting tonight. Female host of the show. Up? I like What's it. What's up? We don't need men. And I am no joined men. by my co-host, Andrew. That's what they call me. How's it going, Andrew? Oh, it's going good. Great. I was just laughing because I've never been introduced by a female before. Fantastic. So well, that was good. So that wasn't, don't something? need to edit that. No need to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no one said anything. And Mike, hey, how guy. are you doing tonight, Mike? Doing How's it great. going? Doing great. Ready to uh, talk about some stuff and let you take the reins. Me, great. That's awesome. Can Wonderful. I be honest? I don't like this. I feel uncomfortable. I don't like this. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm used to Michael telling us what to do. Well, I don't like it. It's making me feel weird. This is a takeover episode. I feel like you're too much of a fucking wild card. It's going to be all over the place. It might be. Don't look at you. Better well, give me. <laughs> fucking, you better give me this. If I go like this. No, I'm putting a up wild my finger, like, don't on. talk to me. If you do that, This is my wild card face. Ready? Not ready. It? You're like Charlie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Can Charlie I... from Always Sunny. I love him. Wild card, bitches. Can I give you an egg in this troubling time? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, do you have any updates this week? Did you watch any scary I got, things? I have an update. Yup, go ahead. This is fucking nonsense. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. It's so stupid. Are you talking about COVID? Yeah, I can't That's fucking stick no, the talking fucking about, like, house. Have I, I watched like, anything? Yes, I've movies. watched everything. <laughs> what haven't I watched? What's a scary? Re- you know what I remember? Fucking COVID-19. That's the most scary fucking thing right now. Well, yes. Can't go to the fucking grocery store or you have to stand six feet away from people. I've lost it. I can't. I need to go to a restaurant and be able to sit down at a bar and have a fucking drink at one o'clock in the afternoon. And they, no one's letting me do that. Nope. No. Can't? Yeah. You know what's better than taking a drink at one in the afternoon? What? Nothing. You're an alcoholic. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, um, I was. my next question was going to be how is everyone coping during the COVID, but apparently you are not coping very one well. One and the same go with horror. Um. <laughs> They're both horror. They're both horrifying. Well, are you doing anything to stay busy? I'm hoping to actually get COVID-19. So maybe uh, I'll I die and something will happen. I hope for that. Actually, I probably already had it. Yeah. Stop it. I see you playing with this. <laughs> no, no, we're still going. We're still going. We're still going. This good. I'm fucking talking. I don't want it. Well, I've had it. We've all had it. Agree. I, I agree. Think, agree. Know, agree. Agree. I think agree, there's agree, a good chance agree, that maybe agree. we had it. And maybe don't feel bad have. about it. No, Shouldn't no. feel bad about yeah. it. I just don't think tested. I mean, so I can't say that I ever had it or I didn't have it. I mean, we were all sick around the same time earlier this year before any of this happened. Oh, all around the same big time. time. Yep. But I mean... 
we weren't tested and it wasn't really a pandemic at that point. So, I mean, we it's very likely we could have had it yeah, already. We but... did. I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough all around. But, you know, for me, I'm trying to, you know, lose myself in a few hobbies that I haven't really done in a while to make myself not want to kill everybody. I got to say, I am impressed. I know. What, because man, if I, I was married, I would have already killed my spouse. <laughs> so the fact that you two are still alive and married. Yep. And you haven't killed each other. No. Is impressive. Yeah, I may have killed the dog, but no one else. Oh, you can't kill the dog. People laughed. I said I would kill one of you two people. As soon as I said kill the dog, how dare you? Right? Yeah. Very killing dogs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't that right. But yeah, I've been trying to. I've been trying to like kind of fact. Been trying to read a little more, uh, and I've been trying to write a little bit more. Which I haven't really done in a long time because we have a blog that we uh, that I haven't used very much, and uh, just trying to expand the reach of the show a little bit. Cat, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Great. I'm, uh, I'm do- I think I'm doing okay. I haven't nice. killed you yet. No. You haven't killed me yet, so that means things are good. Yeah. I hope she's still alive. Otherwise, I'm seeing ghosts. Yeah. And this I mean, is like The Shining. Yeah. You're gonna be. I could picture you being one of those haunting bitches that just haunts. For decades, you're just Relentless. like the worst part. You're like, oh god, no, I don't mean it like that. Those kind Catherine of <laughs> the Relentless, and I just nag you yeah. the entire day. And it's never over, motherfucker. <laughs> Mike, do your laundry. Put the paper Mike, put under away. the fucking Mike, wood. Mike, take out the trash barrels, and you're just like, ah. Yeah, you with the, you talking about the fire? Good god. Uh, I was like, who's this maniac? Put the fire. You put the paper uh, underneath the wood. Don't even. Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> so I'm coping with COVID, uh, by doing little house projects every here and there by like painting walls and doing all my spring cleaning and mm-hmm. doing a little bit of yard work and kind of keeping myself busy outside on the nice day. Anywho, um, I believe this is going to be a nice little mic corner of news he needs to share with us. So boo, 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 Mike's news. Yeah. A couple things. Uh, real quick, if you're interested in this, let me know. If you're not, uh, tell me so. But I'd just be interested to hear your thoughts on these things that have come out uh, since the last time we recorded. First topic. Hellraiser is being rebooted. We talked about this. By right, da- This was right before it happened. By David Bruckner, who is the director of The Ritual. Great ah. Netflix release. VHS, Fantastic. one of the segments, and also Southbound, Andrew. Oh. One of your all-time favorites. Hard on boner for that. Not sure what segment of Southbound he directed, but uh, but yeah, Hellraiser, Hellraiser is being rebooted. Thoughts on this? Have either of you guys seen any of the Hellraiser movies? Because I have no experience with any of these. Um, really? I think I maybe mm. did a long time ago. Never, the, but... the sexual violence thing is really not my thing. No, yeah. Doesn't yeah. get you off? No, <laughs> not at all. The S&M bullshit doesn't really do it for me. Oh. Uh, Pinhead and no. all the other... Tony Todd is phenomenal in those. That's... Candyman, Tony Todd. What are we talking about? Hellraiser? Hellraiser. Oh, Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Fucking sorry. Everybody. I know, I was thinking that. I'm like, wow, I apologize. Before you lay out the hate, pinhead? no one can hate me. No one hates me, right? You all love me because I'm your <laughs> average I'm your average man idiot. Say things, happens. It's fine. Pinhead, fucking boss. I wish I had a pinhead. 
stab all you motherfuckers in the eyes. Wow, great. So have you seen any of the so Hellraiser movies? Were you talking about yeah. before? Oh, yeah. That's the guy that fucking, like, grows in the attic out of fucking schlug. It's fucking gross. Have you ever seen those? What? No, that's I've a terrible description. Haven't. Terrible, like, terrible <laughs> description in the movie. I apologize. Hellraiser is about a guy that it's fucking gross. If I'm wrong, <laughs> tell me. And, and if I'm kind of right, look up the fucking plot of that. <laughs> that's what <laughs> Andrew just look said. up to the plot of that movie. If you fucking have wrong with my description of that movie, <laughs> you haven't seen that movie because that's exactly what happens. It's disgusting. I was going to say that the guy gross. has certain sexual proclivities, and basically, oh. he decides that he uh, wants to open a puzzle box. That uh, could lead him to the most intense pleasure in the world. And he opens it, and Pinhead comes out and essentially kills him and destroys him. And that movie is being remade by a pretty cool director. Yeah. Cool way of saying what I just fucking said. <laughs> interested in the Hellraiser reboot? I am very interested. Clearly, I was just getting very upset about the schmegma that comes out of the fucking attic. Okay. Who's playing schmegma? Uh, schmegma? I you. don't know who's being played. There's been no casting announcements. It's pretty much just been announcement that there is going to be a new Hellraiser movie that's directed by David So Bruckner. good. Who? David Bruckner. Oh, we talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. I was Directed listening. a couple of segments of your favorite movies. Southbound? Yes. Uh, next topic. Uh, there's also going to be a Salem's Lot reboot. Oh, I know. Which, if you've seen the Toby Hooper Don't original t- miniseries, uh, Salem's Lot, it was great. But this is going to be remade by uh, James Wan. He's going to produce it. He did Saw, Insidious, The Conjuring. He's going to produce it along with Gary Doberman, who directed the first It movie. He directed The Nun, Annabelle Comes Home. And, quote, he's looking to make it scary again. Make Salem's Lot scary again. Sounds a lot like Make America Great Again. Well, that was the point. That and was I love it. <laughs> Are either of you guys familiar with the Salem's Lot story? Have you seen the original miniseries? Oh, it's no. So, good. so terrible. It's awful. But it's great. I know it's a Stephen King, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I so This is one that's ripe for a reboot or a remake. They're going to sure. do it, and they're going to make it good. Well, I mean, think about the first It movie, right? The guy that directed it, Gary Dobman, is going to direct this movie, and mm-hmm. he did a really good job with that. I know you in the past, Kat, have said that you aren't really a fan of that movie, but I think he'll do a good job. In his main purpose, he said, I think it's a direct quote, that he hasn't really seen a scary vampire movie in a while, and he wants to make a scary vampire movie, which essentially, Salem's Lot is a modern retelling of Dracula Favorite Stephen King. Next Topic. Yes. <laughs> Premiering on AMC Monday, June 1st is... That's my birthday! Next season, Catherine's birthday, the next season of Nosferatu. Oh. I'm not one to watch I know that we watched this show together, it and it was not very good. No, I kind of liked it. I thought it was okay. It was okay. It was The, the definition of okay. Yeah. Andrew, you ever watched this show? You ever heard anything about the show? No. I know the movie. That's about it. No, so obviously it's it's a play on the Nosferatu original movie, but basically the premise of the story is there is a girl who rides a motorcycle. And lives in Haverhill, Massachusetts? Oh, she's from Massachusetts, and For she no rides a motorcycle through a bridge, and when she does so, it creates such a weird circumstance of events that she's able to so good uh, travel through time and find weird things. Yeah. And she's hunted by this soul-sucking vampire that eats children that has a home called Christmas Land, which is, uh, 
you know, a actual Christmas amusement park somewhere. And uh, yeah, it's a weird show. We watched the first season, thought the first season was okay. And season two, because AMC rarely cancels shows, premieres on your birthday. Are you going to watch this show with me, or should we on watch it? On my birthday? No. but Not I mean, on your birthday, but I mean in general. Should we watch this show? Should we I continue I, I think on I season two? What do you think people might want to know about this show, and if, they, if, if it's anything okay? If you're looking for something to watch in June, give it a go. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I feel Done. like a lot of shows take breaks over the summer, you know? And like, I can't think of the name of this movie. Which is why I'm looking it up right now. But it had John Malkovich. It was a Dracula movie. It was based off the filming of Nosferatu. Yes, with Willem Dafoe as Nosferatu. Yes, what was yeah, the name? Max of that? Max Shrek is the name of the guy that Willem Dafoe plays. Yeah, yeah what I was the name know. of that movie? I don't know. I don't know. It's a g- good movie. Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. Probably the best um, version of that boring type of fucking vampire movie. Hmm. Okay. Just saying. Fair enough. Any more next, news, Mike? Next piece of news. I didn't news get. To, I, didn't, I didn't get to see my thirty. <laughs> my best two dra- more things, and we are only nineteen minutes into this, so we're okay. Yeah, because you're skipping over my part. What part? We're not. There's no. I part. didn't get to talk no about part. my favorite. My favorite Dracula movie. There's no part. We all said What's your favorite? Go ahead. I don't care. What is it? Now I feel stupid. Because everyone's going, just talk, you idiot. And now I feel like I have to say something of yes, substance. You do, so and I have no fucking substance. I just wish I had been asked while I was talking. 30 Days a Night. That's a good movie. Yes. Like Josh Hartnett that's was a very fucking unibrow. That fucking AD looking motherfucker. I don't Are you going to fight know. him about a unibrow for Josh Hartnett? No, he doesn't um, have a unibrow. Does I he? didn't see him in that movie. Josh Hartnett so. has the biggest unibrow. You've never seen 30 Days of Night no. and you're a Josh Hartnett fan? Oh my, oh my God. God. Fuck yeah, off. Good movie. Yeah. Good movie. You smell. Next Thanks. topic. I showered today. Uh, Epics, which is one of the movie channels that you have, if you have HBO, has uh, announced that they're going to do a six-part documentary series called Helter Skelter on the Charles Manson murders and cult in uh, California that took place from the late 60s into the early 70s, has become much more popular over the last uh, year or so because of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood which was the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie that got a lot of views, had Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, honestly, why the fuck wouldn't you watch it? And then also in Mindhunter Season 2, uh, Charlie Manson was played by the same actor as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the two main actors from that show. So my question to you guys, interest in Helter Skelter, interest in the Charles Manson case, anything you guys would watch? Yeah. Good story. Um, so my favorite thing about it is nothing to do with the story of the show. Well, that's the story. You know who I don't feel bad for? Who's that? Roman Polanski. Well, nobody feels bad for Roman Polanski. Yeah, well, Sharon Tate story. was his wife. She died. Well, Polanski's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah he he's a, a fucking rapist. Child. Yeah, so that's my whole point. We've all heard about the Mansons. We've got every in and out. I wanted to go a different level. I wanted to go hate. So I went hate. It happens. Okay. I'm sorry if that was rude. Well, a summary of this show, just so you know, if you're interested in it, is uh, it'll be a comprehensive telling of the Manson family history featuring never-before-accessed uh, interviews from you former family members and journalists first on the scene and in the courtroom with archival footage and newly unearthed images. 
Nothing. Uh, he he said you if, literally had nothing to say he, about that. He said so. My nonsense you... is what's stuck. <laughs> hey, let's listen to this maniac. Go. He said, "Would you want to watch it?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> good answer. And then I went blah 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 exactly. blah blah. Exactly. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. You sound yes, like you we sound like the Manson family. <laughs> Next topic. Last piece of news I have. Uh, related to the Nicolas Cage horror movie renaissance that's been going on. I have all the dinosaur bones in the world. So obviously, uh, Mandy was one of the most well-reviewed horror movies from two years ago. I personally did not like it. We watched it. Was not a fan. What was the worst part about that movie? Um, It it. was just too long. It was too long, and it was. It wasn't that Nicholas Cage was in. No, no. Actually, you know what? He was fine. He was fine. It was just very slow. Uh, when it got going, the violence was awesome, but uh, it was just weird. It was just weird. It was it was too, too many dinosaur bones. After I... Mandy, there's also uh, Color Out of Space, which is the first Richard Stanley movie in over 20 years since he directed The Island of Doctor Moreau. Fan fucking tastic movie. Yep. Marlon Brando sure is. Marlon Brando, potato is guy. In that movie and uh, Val so, Kilmer is too. Who he looks like an old woman now. So I haven't seen that movie yet. I have it on my DVR. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it soon. Yeah, There's but Val new... Kilmer looks like an old woman. No, oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not no surprised. one, re- no one acknowledged the fact that I said that. There's I a that was... new. I don't know what he looks like. An old woman. Nick, uh, well, I, Val Kilmer? Okay, well, that's why I didn't comment on it. Have you ever seen Batman Forever? He's also very sad. Um, probably. I just, movies years. don't stick with me. I just, I don't know. That's terrible. Why I, are you doing a, a movie podcast? A lot of things don't stick with me. I don't know. I just... Well, we're not strictly a movie podcast. We're horror. We do everything. So if we horrify you, Which you'll stick around. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's a new Nicolas Cage horror movie coming out called Wally's Wonderland. Oh, boy. And based on what we talked about last week, I thought it sounded pretty much right up our alley. I was going to say, I'm like, it kind of sounds fun. The synopsis of this movie is Nicolas Cage playing a janitor at an amusement park that has to fight against demonic animatronics. Excuse me, sir. Could you please get away from the trash cans? I'm protecting them. I'm the So I ask you. We should tell our guest from last week. Would you watch this movie? No, I'm not watching that movie. I would watch the shit out of this movie. I would watch the shit out of this movie with you. Booyakasha. That's good. (laughs) I'm excited. Excellent. And, uh... You know, I mean, if we're all in agreement, so we're going to watch that. Not in agreement. No. Why? That's it for Mike's News. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So we were talking about staying at home and how everyone is encouraged to stay at home. And so I thought of tonight's topic would be great home invasion horror movies to watch when you're at home. Great call. Either alone or... It's pretty or solid, actually. I'll give you that. With with your loved ones or your friends or when you're just kind of stuck in um, things that are going to sh- scare the shit out of you when you can just be at home. So um, there are a few movies that I had in mind when picking this topic. But um, first off, has anyone actually had a home invasion before, like a real-life experience? Oh, thank God, no. No. I did. Really? I wasn't home, but we got robbed when I lived in High Park. Oh, boy. It was... I wasn't there. Um, What was that like after the fact? Um, well, so actually, my mom came home. We had a house house in High Park, and the house in Marshfield was the cottage, and it was over the summer. 
And when my mom came home, she said she just felt very, like, violated. Like, someone, I mean, someone was in your house, you don't know who it was, what they, where they were, what they took, what they didn't take, like, what they were into, so. How long ago did this happen to you? Um, Jesus, been a long time. So, I I mean, I was probably, I was in high school, so probably, let's say, like, years ago. Same like my sophomore year of high school, so that would have been two thousand three. Okay. So it's a while ago. Yeah. I can understand that would be a thing that uh, kind of gives you an impression for life. Yeah, because, I mean it's something yeah. that you can't really put into words on, like how like someone just went into your house and like took things, and it was yeah. just kids. They ended up catching them. They took the random like the most random things, but like. Some of the things they took were, like, sentimental versus, like, actually valuable. So, yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird thing. But it's, I mean, it's terrifying to think. I mean, now as a homeowner, we have Mm. nests. Like, we have security cameras. We live down in a ditch in a driveway. I I would would feel the same way if it happened to us right now. If someone just broke into our house, like, just came into our house. I mean, I just watched that episode lately of This Is Us. Not to spoil anything. And not to get way off topic. But, I mean... Imagine if you got if you were in your house and all of a sudden you turn around and someone is in your house, yeah, with, like with a gun pointed at you or like a knife. I mean, it's it's absolutely terrible. So, um, some of the movies that I saw that are kind of like general home invasion movies. I'll just run through the list really quick and then we can kind of touch upon them as we go. You think these would be good as? Movies to watch for people at home right now during this pandemic, correct? Yes. Um, I think that, well, all of these you can stream online. Some of them you have to pay for. Some of them are free on Amazon or Hulu if you have a subscription or on Amazon Prime. So, I mean, generally right now you can kind of search for anything that's out there and you can either pay for it or you have a subscription for it or whatever. But, um, yeah, these are a few different... Home invasion movies that I want to talk about yeah. that I find, and I think you guys also find, a little bit scary. Sure. So, Fire um, away. Let's start with The Strangers. Did you guys see The Strangers? Amazing. Oh, hell yeah. So that was in 2008. Um, and, Mike, do you want to start steering the ship on this one? Yeah, so I think this is honestly one of the scariest movies made within the last... 20 years? 20 30. years? 15 years? Well, actually, they also had the strangers in the cabin in the woods on one of the um, cells that moved around. Yeah, they did. They had a reference for the strangers. Um, it, it's a movie that's just, it, it plays on primal fears, right? Like, kind of like you were just saying, where you're home alone, you have the feeling that somebody is with you there in the house, and you turn around or you look out the window and somebody is actually right there, which is just horrifying and they also have scary masks they have very good masks in this well it looks like the scarecrow yeah a little bit yeah actually yeah from if you're a batman fan it looks like the scarecrow but uh yeah this is a very very scary movie uh plays on the most primal fears of being at home and having your space invaded very scary movie that I loved a lot. Andrew, what did you think of this movie? That movie scared me, scared me more than any movie I've seen in like the last 20 years. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, it was so. so real and you could just 
that could happen. You'd be at home. Mm-hmm. Some fucking weirdo just walks up behind you in your kitchen, so, stabs you with a knife, and you're dead. This movie was based on the Sharon Tate murders by the Manson cult. Same thing. And also by uh, a series of break-ins that occurred in the director of the movie's neighborhood as a child. So, based in fact, maybe the masks weren't, but uh, even still, just just a horrifying concept. And, you know... Hits on every level. Yeah, like thinking about having somebody come and break into your house or, like, just fuck with you like this they do in this movie. It's just a horrifying concept that will always stick with me. The first time I saw this movie, I saw it in theaters, and when I left, I was left with just this feeling of dread, and I was very... It made me think of funny I, games. I, I, I thought twice about making sure I checked my doors to make sure they were locked. I checked all my windows, everything like that. And uh, it's it's just a horrifying movie. Terrifying. Yeah, I also um, I agree with all that. So I'm saying, I, I know this, a, this, movie, this movie scares the hell out of you. It too, does. Right? So um, what did you think all, all of these movies scare the hell out of me. Right. So, yeah. I mean, um, even steering into our next movie that I want to talk about is one of my favorite movies of all time that I feel like I binge as a teenager was... Scream. Even the we're just gonna talk about the first one. Um, first scene. No. Yeah. Well. Yes. Specifically the I'm first. Talking home invasion. So that's a Wes Craven film with Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and who Steve dies in the first Ulrich. scene? Drew Barrymore dies okay, in the first thank scene. You. you remember? Yeah, I know. I was just making sure you knew. Oh, of course I don't. I know. I know that. I'm just checking. No. So I mean, I the epitome of something terrifying is when you're home alone. Um, I mean, Drew Barrymore is obviously home alone in the first scene, and her parents, she lives with her parents, her parents are gone, she's making Jiffy Pop, she's saying, my big boyfriend's coming over to make Jiffy Pop with me, and, like, she gets a phone call from the guy with the weird voice changer, and Mm -hmm. he is kind of just subtly hinting at her saying, like, what's your favorite scary movie, and what's, like, you're making small talk, and then all of a sudden he says, he's like, I want to know who I'm looking at. I want to know who I'm looking at. And she's like, what did you just say? And he goes, I want to know who I'm talking to. And then she's like, that's not what you just said. And, like, that's just something that just chills me to the bone when I think of, like, if you ever answer, like, and then, like, a a spam call on your phone. And they're like, I want to know who I'm looking at. And you're like, oh, my God. What? Like, it's terrifying. Well, it brings up that ultimate fear of answering the phone, right? I feel like... Even to this day, people are afraid of, nobody has house phones anymore, but people, I mean, what's scarier than getting a call randomly when you're home alone? You hear that ring of the phone, and you don't know who it is, and you pick well, it up. Well, this is also before call, um, call already. Call already. Now I just go on the same call. It's just a weird thing. It's a, it's a primal fear that someone is invading your home without actually being there. Without even being in your home. You answer the phone and you don't know who it is and they could be anybody and they could say anything to you and scare the shit out of you. Which I think is the scariest part about this movie. Like, you know, we've seen a million guys in masks stabbing people. That's not scary about this movie. The, The scariest part of this movie is the beginning. When you actually see Drew Barrymore running around and you feel her fear coming off of her. You feel it. You feel her being afraid of what's going on. You feel the fact that she's alone. You feel the fact that someone is coming to get her. 
And when they tell her that she's coming to get her, there's nobody that can even save her. Which, to me, was the scariest part of that movie. Well, and even Agreed, when, 100%. When she's, like, cut up and she's already stabbed a few times and she's still holding onto the phone and she calls her parents and her parents are just pulling up in the driveway and, like... She can he- she can see them, but she can't scream to them because he's already slit her throat. Mm-hmm. And so she's just watching them as they're like in fear, and like he's it's just it's the whole first scene is just insane. Like it's yeah. really hell of a way to start a yeah. movie. And Wes so <laughs> uh, so Wes Craven actually passed on this script a few times, and he ultimately decided to take it after a child told him i want you to make something that's kick-ass again like the uh last house on the left or like hills have eyes kid walked up to him actually oh wait west craven did hills have eyes mm-hmm. oh i love that movie Both oh yeah the yeah yep so good so the first one not the second one the what do you mean one. the first one the original phenomenal. you know uh, the rem- no but the remake of the original he is produced fantastic. it he did not direct it are you talking about the same one? Yes, yes, yeah. The uh, I was talking about the remake. The remake, Wes Craven did not direct. He yeah. produced right. it. But that was really good. Yeah. He was the executive was producer. Like, we talking about the same movie here? <laughs> yeah. And okay. that movie, Wes Craven was kind of at like a crossroads in his career. He was deciding if he wanted to try and continue to do scary movies or do something else. I feel like that movie brought back horror. It really did in the 90s because yeah. the 90s was a bad there time. There was yeah. nothing. And there weren't too many good horror movies. A lot of them were cheesy, corny, stupid. And he literally said uh, that a kid walked up to him and said, you should make something that kicks ass again, like Last House on the Left, like The Hills Have Eyes. And he decided at that point he was going to take the script for Scream, and he ran with it, and he never looked back. Yeah. And then, I mean, he made one, two, three, four, Resurrection, whatever the hell he did. Yeah. I mean, he was involved in all of them. I don't think he directed all of them, but, I mean, he did that. He directed that. He directed Red Eye, which is a good movie. Did you see that one? Nope. Killian Murphy. <laughs> Killian Murphy and Rachel McAdams. Babe. Um, yeah, I don't know. He, he's, he was a fantastic horror director that uh, died, unfortunately, too mm. soon. Continue. So, the next movie that I have on my list is The Purge. So, have you seen The Purge, Andrew? I've seen the first one. The other one's making me squirm, and I don't want to deal with that terrible of a movie. Yes. So, as a background, um, we'll just talk about the first Purge, because there is actually... um, Five or six? There is... (laughs) um, Yes. Too many? There is The Purge, which was in 2013, the Purge Anarchy, which was in 2014. The Purge Election Year, which was in 2016. The First Purge, which was in 2018. And then The Forever Purge, which is still to be released July 10th, 2020. And then The Purge, I'm so glad you brought um, that up. I hope I was you're actually... not a Republican. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of um, I actually was going to bring that up in my news, but I wanted to leave it to you because nobody could, I knew we were going to talk about The Purge. Yes. But yeah, the new the new Purge movie is going to be called The Forever Purge. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And there's also The Purge TV series that Mike Correct. and I watched, which I really oh, enjoyed. Yeah. Did you watch U- the TV series? Universal I, I loves this franchise. I could care less about that movie uh, theme. Um, Anything. So if anyone isn't familiar with The Purge, um, I'm just going to do a little Wikipedia recap. Films present a near future... I can't read this. There's way too many big <laughs> words. You read this. 
The films present a near-future dystopian America which celebrates a national, uh, an annual national holiday known as the Purge in which all crimes, including murder, are legal for a 12-hour period. See, you, you read that much better than I ever could. That's so, <laughs> so, yes. Um, I think I have seen the first Purge movie. We, we have. We saw it together. Um, and we watched the Purge TV series. I love it. I think it is absolutely terrifying. I would be one of the people that moves to Europe and watches it from afar or travel and let them take my shit. Like, see you later. I'm not going to stick around for the Purge. Like, that's just ridiculous. I mean, the show is awesome. Um, if you can watch the TV series. The TV series is on Hulu and it's, I think it's free with Prime, but um, it is totally worth a watch if you're looking for something to watch right now for COVID. Well, I think the thing that's funny about the Purge movies is that it actually makes you think or wonder if this type of scenario would actually be good for America, right? Like, would this actually help? It makes help? you think it for a or minute, but I hurt? don't think it would really help. It would I never mean, actually happen. You know how it would help? How? how? If you purge the right people. Right. But so, in these scenarios, they're pur- they're purging because, like, this neighbor was me. an asshole to yeah. me, so I'm going to Yeah, this is like, I want to kill them. my neighbor because they're a fuckwad. Yeah. Actually, this isn't not, like, that's how it works. okay. We wouldn't kill them. It isn't like just implementing yeah, you, the death sentence. No, you want to purge. It. You need to purge a specific... But it makes you think, right? Like, so if you had the opportunity to do this... Would you actually do it? Oh, yeah. Could you actually find the capacity within yourself to do it? Is it something that you actually would want to do? Is it something that you would feel bad about doing? Uh, Because they explore in the TV series, like, not only the people that do it, but six months after the purge, when there's six months until the next purge, is it something that you can live with after you've done it? Or something that you can coexist with your neighbors if you've actually tried to kill your neighbors? That or type of rob thing. them. Or, or rob whatever. them or do whatever like it's the any fuck. sort of illegal yeah. activity. Any sort of any sort of crime, any sort of violence at all is legal, which is a very interesting concept. And the first movie I thought was good, Ethan Hawke's in it, uh, Lena Headey, Cersei Lannister is yeah. in it. And uh, I, I thought that they kind of scratched the surface of the best parts of what they could do. Did you with put that in concept. Uh, safe room in this list? No. Good old safe Jody room. Foster. I've never seen it. No. The no. Fincher movie. It's great. It's very Fincher. good. It's actually it was the original, probably the original Purge movie. To be honest. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, because they're both really loaded. Yeah. Fail. Okay. But yeah, Purge movies. Fail. Purge movies are great. I, I love them. I love them. Awesome. We should. I would rewatch the Purge movie because I feel like we haven't. I haven't Tell seen it. We should watch the rest of them because the, the honestly the rest of them are said They're to be online, better too. than the first. So the next movie I have is actually streaming on Netflix. It was released right to Netflix and didn't actually go to theaters. It's called Hush from 2016. Oh, great, with the deaf bitch. Yes, in the woods. Yes. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yes, I like that movie. He, he's like robbing with her. the deaf bitch. That's what it is. <laughs> It's the movie with the deaf bitch. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes. So it's an American slasher film directed and edited by Mike Flanagan. Who directed uh, Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. He did Doctor Sleep. He did Oculus. He's done a bunch of great horror movies. So it's come. You, it, it's what you've come to expect from him. Go ahead. 
Um, and it was also jointly produced by Trevor Macy through Intrepid Pictures and Jason Bloom through Bloomhouse Productions. Um, so, a little synopsis on Hush. So, the main character is named Maddie. She's hoping to advance her career as an author. She lives an isolated life in the woods with her cat. Her friend Sarah visits her one evening to return a copy of her book. While discussing her writing, Maddie explains how she visualizes her stories and considers numerous potential endings before deciding on one. Yada, 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 from Elaine from Seinfeld. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later that night, a mass killer attacks Sarah, chases her to Maddie's house. A bloodied Sarah bangs on the door, shouting for help. Her cries go unheard because Maddie cannot hear her. And she's man, deaf. Because she's deaf. Um, she had bacterial meningitis, and she never recovered for it after her reconstructive surgery, and I read all that other stuff. Don't need that. Yes. <clears throat> um, so Maddie cannot hear her, and the man stabs Sarah to death. He then sneaks into her house, steals her phone, and takes photos of her and sends them to her, which is in the trailer for this movie, um, which is a super duper scary. You know what thing. set up this movie though? What? Wait until dark. Oh, I don't know, but what what is that? It's a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn. Oh, babe. Babe. So hot. She's Wait. a uh, blind chick, <laughs> and there's a home invasion. Talk about home invasion movies. Audrey Hepburn's blind ass versus three burglars. Guess who wins? Audrey Hepburn. The three burglars. The babe. Yes. That's the same in this as actually it says synopsis, like the end of it, whatever, the finale. I already said the synopsis, but. Yeah. So this is uh, the end result. She's the final girl, quote unquote. The bad guy dies. The pet cat does not die. That's and good. And Maddie survives and gets the inspiration she needed to finish her story. Anytime the animals don't die, I'm on board. Because yes. when they do, I'm out. I'm out. Yes. So that's a great movie to watch. It's very. It's a very thriller type movie. I love horror thriller movies. They're yeah. They're great because they. They're not just, like, boo scares. Like, you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. Well, one of the reasons I I wanted to let you take the reins tonight, because I knew how much this is your type of movie. Yes. All of these. These are all my These are all your favorite types. (laughs) I am way different. I like monster movies. I like vampire movies, zombie zombie movies, whatever the fuck else. This is your type of movie. Like this, Quiet Place. I thought you would be the... Quiet Place is a monster movie. I know. Well, it's but also a thriller. It's a horror thriller monster movie. I thought you would be the perfect expert to talk about these movies. And Hush is a perfect example of that because it's all about somebody that is at a disadvantage at There's home. another movie later on, but we could actually talk about that next if you want. Like. He's, he's not at a disadvantage. He's been ready for this well, his whole well, life. Well, you're, wait, if you're so deaf at wait, home. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. So we're going to talk about that movie after. Talk about, finish talking about, are we talking about this movie? Which movie are we talking about? A uh, Hush. Okay, Hush. Sorry, go ahead. Continue Hush. She's automatically at a disadvantage being at home because she's deaf. Oh, and, yeah. you know, obviously, clearly, and she's at home kicking ass against this fucking loser with a mask. And it's a scary movie because it portrays the movie from her point of view. You can't really hear anything that's going on the way that they shoot, the way that they shoot it. And it's awesome. It just—it's a great movie. It, it scared the shit out of me the first time I watched it. So yeah, that's, yeah. those are my thoughts. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? Andrew? Oh, it's good. I like that movie. Okay. 
All right. Well, since we're kind of, this might roll into it a little bit easier. Um, another movie that it's streaming and it's not free on anything right now, but you can buy it streaming. It's not like a couple bucks or whatever. It's called Don't Breathe that came out in 2016. Top 10 it movie. Was... <laughs> All time. That wasn't movie. in your top whatever uh, movies sh- earlier. Yeah, this... He said top 10. He didn't say top 10. All right, all right. We've talked that movie's about phenomenal. Turkey so... Baster. Solid wait, taste. wait. We're not there. We're not... So, That's all that matters. Um, it was directed by Fede, Fede Alvarez. Alvarez. Fede Alvarez. Yep, he Ooh, did the ahead. Evil Dead remake. He That's did the number one home invasion movie. Crawl, yeah, which was, was the seven? alligator movie that came out last seven? year. Seven. It's not on a list, like ranked list. It's just a. That's your to list. Talk about oh, Andrew. Oh, okay. So, um, fail. Uh, we've all seen this movie. So it's number why one. do we talk about it? It's absolutely terrifying. Best home invasion movie. Billion all time. different reasons why it's terrifying. It's so good. I mm-hmm. mean, um, considering they go to break in um, to this guy's house, and the guy is more than ready for them, and um, also has some shady shit going downstairs. That's going what makes it so good. The twist. The twist at the end, which I don't think we should. Because you're too like, far. who, wait, who wait, am wait. I gonna? Who I don't am think, I rooting for. Yeah, I don't, don't think don't you want to. You don't want to. We, we might want to do an episode on this show. On this episode, I'm just movie. saying the twist um, is phenomenal. There yeah, is a nice is. twist at the end that we don't. I don't think we should ruin it. If you guys want to watch it, you were just getting into it when you said shady no, shit. No, 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 no. He has some shady shit going on. That's a twist, but I. I don't think it gives anything away. Everything. No, not not unless you give give it away. No, you're not giving it away. No, but it's it's absolutely nuts in the fact that like you go to it's almost from it's well it is from like the robber's point of view instead of from the victim at home who plays the veteran fucking avatar he was an avatar he oh was yeah. Yeah. yeah he was the guy in avatar he was the dickhead mm-hmm. in avatar yes yeah he was, um, the, he was the villain he, he plays a good villain yeah uh steven lang is his name steven lang yeah he was fantastic um, there is a lot of dark and creepy things in this movie that I highly recommend to watch if That's you want to be most, scared as shit. You want to talk about most underrated horror movie the last ten years? That movie. That movie. That movie's up there. No one yeah. talks about that movie. Guess doesn't get what it deserves. You know why? Because of a fucking turkey baster. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's three things to me that are scary about that movie. Three different factors, okay? The first one is... The dark. No, not that. Yes, it is. <laughs> so the fact that... It takes place in Detroit, which is a city that has undergone a lot of trouble the last 20 or 30 years. And they set it in Detroit where there are characters that are basically trying to pull this robbery off to leave, be able to leave Detroit. That's a scary scenario to have no other option to get out of where you live other than to actually rob somebody and leave. Right. So they do that. Second thing is actually what happens when they go into the house. Right. And the third one is actually what... What you find out when you get you into the house. What you find out when you get into the fucking house. Yeah. What is going on in that basement. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's wild. And it's just, it's so wild and so crazy. Like, you and if you haven't seen the movie... And then you're like, wow, this guy's the worst guy. Yeah. It, it, it like... You get the sense of what the movie's about. Like, when you watch the trailer, but you don't get the that's twist. my favorite type at of the end harmony. yeah until it's there until and it's, all of a sudden you're like you oh it. shit and that's we saw this movie problem. in theaters yeah I, I remember you that. and I we and did. I was freaking we out we did and at the end <laughs> like, with the oh twist which shall remain spoilless 
we were both like, oh my fucking yeah. god. Holy shit. Yeah. Not get a, me, I, I need to go take a shower. Not a good date Get me the movie. fuck no, out of here. Definitely yeah, yeah, we actually no, saw movie, it as a date night movie. movie. No, movie. Not a good no, date night movie. movie I took someone out on a date night movie. Oh god. Was Silent House. What's that movie? Not Silent Hill. No, Silent House. It was from like 2010 or 11. And it was about this girl that was like, couldn't figure out why she was so fucked up. And she's in this house. And it turns out that she was raped mercilessly by her uncle and her dad. Jesus. And that was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like that was what the end of the movie was like, oh, you were just raped the whole time by your uncle and your dad. This movie's fucked. Ugh. It was so. It sounds aggressive. absolutely terrible. Um, so, the next movie we are going to talk about is Your Next, which was released in 2011. Andrew, have you seen that movie? No. I know it's one of Mike's... It's not my style. Mike's favorites. We've seen it a few times, I feel like. It's actually... Yeah. Um, for me, it kind of fulfills my fears of people living in closets. Like... Interesting. It's it's um a very it's a it's almost it's a family that actually is yeah. at odds with each other and they end up you know hiring hitmen and stuff. It's it's insane. It's this like really rich family that I, I plans to kill for what is I mean for so basically for it, the it's, um it's a family under attack by a group of masked. Assailants, right? But will, they're hired, aren't they? During their wedding anniversary getaway, right? But then they're having, much they're having like a family reunion thing. I thought not their wedding getaway. No, it's that's what it is. Is oh. it like Club Dread? No, not really. No, that's a good movie. Like movie. Basically, it's a it's a, a girl that accompanies her boyfriend uh, to his family reunion at their vacation that's home in what I said. rural Missouri. Mm-hmm. So probably the Ozarks. Probably Ozark. Jason Bateman there? Uh, so, uh, you know, the in-laws are there, blah, blah, blah. And there's a bunch of people that get randomly killed. But essentially, you come to find out that... It was planned. Yeah, it was planned. It was planned. And she is fighting to survive against all these people. Is it the there. same girl from Cabin in the Woods? Uh, What's in no. your next? Nope. So the girl, her name is Sharni Vinson, uh, and she's essentially known for your next a movie called Home and Away, a movie called Bait 3D, and also Step Up 3D. So, you know, step up to the streets. Okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought I, no. I feel like she reminded me a lot of the girl no. from Cabin on the Woods It was the final girl. No, but this was actually, you know, it was, it was basically, it was... Uh, directed by a guy named Adam Wingard, who directed one of the segments of VHS, which is a movie that I love. Andrew, I've told you to watch numerous fucking times. Uh, he's an up-and-coming horror director. It was, you know, well-reviewed and did well when it actually came out. And it's, you know, it's the ultimate feeling of being infringed on yeah. by your in-laws. Well, and is there like, anything scarier than that? I mean... Yes. You know what it is in that movie? Is someone who has stayed in that closet for five days, 
peeing in a water bottle with a mask on that is waiting to just for the right moment to kill you, which is my yeah. absolute fear mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that someone is in like my guest room closet or my basement closet or whatever for the past five days, peeing in a water bottle, waiting for the right moment to spring out and kill me. I mean, that's well, like... I mean, even scarier than that is the fact that it might be somebody from your... It could be someone from your family, your, yeah. Your spouse's family, yes. which is horrifying. That's a horrifying thing to think about. It's very scary... And that's what makes that movie scary right. to me yeah. personally. So, yes. Yeah. Your next is a great movie. I, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. Yes. Um, my final movie I wanted to talk about, which was something we all saw together a while ago, mm-hmm. was Us. It's oh, yeah. a Jordan Peele movie. It's available on Hulu and HBO. Um, so let's talk about it. I'll give it to you, Andrew. It's um, it's a home invasion movie, yes. Yeah. Also it's, a conspiracy theory movie. Yeah. yeah. A lot of weird shit in that, which sure. is what I love about Jordan Peele. Yeah, like, He brings too. it real. Like, he brings it to a whole nother level. Like, I don't think the general public can understand his level of genius. He is I, a I mean, I mean I'm, a I'm trying not to show a boner for him. Did you like Get Out, too? Get Out was phenomenal. Yeah. This was ten times better than Get Out because he didn't have to use yeah. he didn't use any racial like he just brought it. He pushed it. Yeah, he brought it, and it was so good. And everything about it, the tunnels, the people living under everything there. was wild. Yeah, the I acting like, was. Phenomenal. I like to see that. Movie I mean, again. that's the other thing too. You well, we can watch it right now after we finish this. If you, want. you can't fuck yeah. with that action. They nailed it, and the fact that he had oh, someone yeah. from Tim and Eric. And he was great. It's just the type of movie that makes you feel creeped out after you watch it. Uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you think about, like, okay, what if there actually is a doppelganger of me out there? Out there. Somewhere. somewhere Can we also just bring up the fact? That wants to do nothing but kill me. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's a pretty wild idea. That's borderline fuck. The scene in the fucking downstairs lair when she was doing the fucking ballerina and beating the shit out of herself. Like, you want to talk about a scene that made a movie? Yeah, that's a good scene. The vibes that that movie shot off at me, it was pinging off the fucking walls. My neck was crawling, my skin was... Everything about that scene, when she's fighting herself... Dancing like a ballerina with that music playing at the same time. It was every level fucking epic bullshit. That was the perfect... Oh, so creepy. It was just... Oh, I love that fucking scene. Yeah, it was a great movie. Honestly, when we saw it together, I knew I loved it right away. And it's the type of movie I've wanted to watch again for a while. And I haven't. But maybe we will. Yeah, we should... I mean, all these movies I would watch again... Mm. And I it's mean, got comedy in it too. That's what makes it so good. Yeah, I like. There's a yeah. lot of comedy in it, which you know you can see. He loves the dark humor, history, yeah. and and you know. It, but you can also see, which just as a horror fan gives me a boner. You can see his love of horror film in and his, his direction. Movies. His perfect, perfect. Like the first a great scene, horror movie should have a message. The first scene and that of has a Us, message. they're zooming in on a TV that has. 
a VHS cabinet above it with a bunch of VHS horror movies, including Chud. Chud. Uh, a bunch of other shit. And Which I is a fairly good movie. I was like, wow. This is a guy that He knew loves what he was horror. doing. He, he wasn't he ripping was it off. He said, "This is a throwback." No, exactly. This is this is he meant was given to be a certain type of movie. To what deserved? Here's it. what it is, and it just it's awesome. But it was better than it was. It was so much better than that because it had a message. Every his other movie had a message too, and I don't know what the fucking message is. But it was good. It was the move. The message of uh, get, get out. out was the fact that if you're a liberal Hollywood white elite. You're not safe from being called a racist and also doing racist. Yeah, but I don't know shit. what the message for us was. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. There was definitely a message there. Maybe we should watch it again to find out. We yeah, I'd watch out. it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got all the time in the world, right? But if you look at it strictly yeah, as a horror movie without a message, fantastic. Yeah. Fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, both great movies. He's he's a, a genuinely refreshing voice in new horror. He's going to continue to so make... New. Movies, and the only thing that he's made recently that's bad has been the new season of The Twilight Zone. That sucked. I haven't watched it. And he was the new Rod Serling. He produced it. He he produced it, and he was the host. Yeah. So he wrote it. Hmm. And uh, it actually kind of sucked. It really wasn't that. To woke wasn't very good, Uh, dude. It was it was very woke, and it was about as subtle as a fucking sledgehammer to the face. That's what makes this, Which, the Twilight Zone so good is it's so... Subtle. Subtle. Right? Yeah. And this, so this was not... This was like, hey, you're white, you're a racist. Well, this was pretty hey, much like... Oh, hey, you're a man, you're a sexist. Hey, this, you're this. Hey, blah, blah, blah. It did a lot of profiling. Yeah, it was It was very, very topical, but in the same but sense, too aggressive. very like... I don't oh, like, like stereotyping. Oh, stereotyping is not something that I really like. Well, she got there, Gato. Well, that's all I got. That's all she wrote. So, um, anything else for the go to the order, as my Zoom meetings have always ended? <laughs> the only home invasion movie that I would also suggest that people watch, it's an old school one, is, um, fuck, what was the name of it? <laughs> um, I can think of one that's missing off this list. Um, Home Alone. Um, yes. <laughs> Home Alone. Yes. You know what? I was actually thinking of putting that on the list, and I was like... And you failed. Well, you because didn't. it is a home... In, it's, the, you know, the it's most... It's not a horror I'm in home invasion. Of course it is. I mean, but it's like Happy and Christmas and, you know, Macaulay Culkin, and it's a funny movie, but Don't Breathe not. is number one on that list. Uh, yeah. I think it probably is, just because it's the way that it twists. And, and Wait so Until Dark. Up. Don't sleep on that movie. Wait until there was something else you were talking about calling or something. What, what? So the movie I, I I found it. It's uh it's when a stranger calls. When a stranger calls, yeah, yeah. Which yep. is a movie from 1979. It's old. So if you if you like Halloween or you like Alien or you like any of those Texas Chainsaw Massacre, any of those other scary movies, it falls within the same time frame as those. So it's really not too old for you to watch. But it's the ultimate. Home alone, scary movie. Does it for go, a number guess, of reasons. Does a stranger call? A stranger calls. I feel like I've seen this. It is the riff of a modern movie. It's not directed Who's by in it? not directed by Hitchcock, but it feels like a Hitchcock movie. <clears throat> and it's about the babysitter that gets calls from inside the house. 
But who's that? Like, is there anyone famous in it or anything that I would maybe Not think of? Not really. The most famous person that I know is Charles Durning. No. Who used to play not. a character in a TV show I used to watch. But basically, the um, Carol Kane used to play the girl. Uh, and she used to be. She was in The Princess Bride. She was in this movie. She's in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, if you watch current TV. But uh, I don't watch that. So, yeah, but she has a very distinct, very high voice with very wide bug eyes. eyes. Yeah, bug <laughs> eyes. And it's the type of movie where basically she, you know, is watching a child and she keeps getting calls with like heavy breathing or whatever else. She calls the police, the police call back. And they say the calls it's are coming, coming from, from the house. inside the house, the old yeah. urban legend, right? Ugh. Which is just the scariest possible thing that could oh, potentially happen to you. What did we just see? You? Oh, we were just talking about the Invisible Man. Yeah, the Invisible Man was the call inside the house. And yeah, yeah, that was. We well, just that, that was episode. the Invisible Man. Was you call the cell phone rings the cell in, the phone attic is in the attic cellar above with you? No one in there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is just a, a scary, scary fucking movie. It's old, but it's worth your time. What about the remake? Scare Any good? No. Terrible. No. Oh, well, there was a remake? No. Yeah, yeah, there was. Um, it was terrible. Um, terrible. Sounds terrible. like most of them. Not every remake is good. That's true. Most to of be them honest. are bad. Yeah. Not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what I got. Andrew, you got any other uh, home invasion movies you want to talk about before we uh, we cut to black here? I think I talked about mine already. Okay, cool. Where? That's all I got. All right. Well, would you like to do the outro? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Michael. So, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. This has been brought to you by Miss Catherine. Yes, uh, it's me! Yes! My co-host, who did a great job tonight. It was actually very nice. I'm shocked. To not play the one chair on this and have Kat direct everything. She did a great job. But in case you're interested in finding us, here's where you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at America's Hometown Horror Podcast, on Twitter at Hometown Horror, on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us show ideas, suggestions, titties, titties, <laughs> dicks, anything else. Preferably titties. If you hate us, don't send dicks. Please avoid sending dicks. What about me? What about me? You don't want to see some dicks. Even you don't want to see a dick. (laughs) So send some dicks. I don't think I do want dicks. (laughs) You can also subscribe to us on the following podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever the fuck else you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. This has been America's Hometown Horror Podcasts. I'm here with Kat. And Andrew, say goodbye, guys. See you fucking later. Thanks for listening. And if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art Podcast Network. We have Retro Redoctopus. We have America's Hometown Horror, Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, and, of course, Art. So you can check those out wherever podcasts are found. Like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more listeners. And thanks for listening.